Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to another lecture of Fallen Wisdom. Today I am going to talk about what's been going on with the human race in terms of longevity. Uh, why do we find people in the Bible in the Old Old Testament living to be 500 years old and yet today it's considered an epic feat to go past 100 and you see the people that have gone there and they don't look too damn good. It's almost better if they didn't get there. So we're going to examine this because I think it comes down to the fact that once we switched over from a hunter-gatherer situation into a farming people to agricultural, and we started creating all this filler food, that allowed us to dramatically increase our population on the earth. There was like a fail-safe put in, something that would control the population. So the fact is, yes, okay, farming created all these crops and a lot of filler material to feed many, many, many more people and increase the population tenfold. But then this fact that most people are eating a little bit of nutrients and mostly this non-nutrient filler material, what I'm talking about is bread, I'm talking about potatoes, carbohydrates, I'm talking about these things that came more available because of farming and they became the staple of people's diets. So people in the east, their staple was rice, in the west it was bread, but it was just a little bit of nutrient food and then a lot of stuffing. And when you look at these uh, concoctions, especially like bread, rice, and most grains, they're just like stuffing. You might as well put them in your couch, in your cushion, because that's what they do to you. They stuff you, and they make you also hungry for more of it later. It's the perfect commodity. It's the perfect way to deal with a populace that decides that it wants to be a farming populace so that none of the people that in the populace live too long. The problem is there's a side effect to this. So the people that live on the stuffing, people that live on the, the, the carbohydrate of the society, they are living like junkies. They're living like blood sugar junkies, and they really don't understand it. And they're also... There's a lot of depression going on because of this living. So as when we were hunter-gatherers, we lived in a kind of balance with society. We'd come up against certain carbohydrates. We'd find certain carbohydrates in nature, and we could eat a lot of them because they were just sparse. We weren't planting them. We were just picking them. So I think the closest thing today to what we would have been eating in terms of carbohydrates back then was like beans. Uh, beans are probably the most ancient form of carbohydrate and they they are still they can still be an issue but there's just no way you're going to eat way too many beans whereas when with most of the other carbohydrates they're just it's too easy to eat too much and if you have any kind of kind of gut imbalance at all you're going to be crave these things more and more and you're going to figure out that like you really you're going to really starve for them you're going to have very little self control when it comes to them 
especially sugar, like real sweet things. If you find that you have a real sweet tooth, that's an addiction. That's something that is going to kill you over time because this society, it's just built in. If we're going to be an agricultural society, they have to limit the population. Otherwise, we're just going to take over too much of the resources of the earth. So they've dramatically... Now, there's a lot of clues in the Bible uh, that if you go beyond the, the, uh, the theology that's been built up over the years and you just kind of look at the raw material, the raw words, you see first that in the Garden of Eden, man was immortal. That is, human beings were immortal. And they kind of couched the idea of the original sin as being the, the eating of the apple. And it became the apple that is knowledge of good and evil, which is an interesting way of putting it. It's essentially a knowledge of manic depression. It's, I mean, I'm sorry, it's an apple of manic depression. That is to say that it is an apple, it is a piece of fruit, and it is bound to bring you into heaven when you eat it, and then into hell when you lose that sugar, when that sugar blood, when that blood sugar goes a little low, and you feel a little down in the dumps, and yes, bored with life, with everything, just not even keel. So what do you do? You go reach for another apple, and then you feel great again. So it's the knowledge of good and evil. It's the knowledge of the good, and then it's the knowledge of the bad. And evil is nothing more than just negativity. Evil is that feeling of just dissatisfaction with your life. That's evil. And so when we start to consume large amounts of blood sugar swinging food, anything that swings your blood sugar is is going to affect you in a way that's going to that's really going to affect your your mental stability and your your outlook on life and it'll also affect your looks dramatically okay so i'm sure you've like looked at a couple pictures of yourself after the holidays maybe eating a lot of cookies and you just look like a fucking blubbery gnome you look ugly in those pictures I mean, you look uglier than you could even imagine. You you look at these pictures and you're like, wow, I'm a fat fuck. And it's because you're in this cycle of carb addiction. And it's it's just, you're a seesaw battle of dissatisfaction and and happiness. You go from really happy when you're eating to kind of dissatisfied when food is not in your mouth. And that's because of the stuffing, the stuffing of society. Society was of uh, human society was in complete balance with the earth at one point, and this is the the earth that we see in the Garden of Eden. And then all of a sudden, we started planning things. We started creating a lot of. We we stayed put. We stopped just eating what the earth offered us, and we started creating our own food stuff through planting, through agriculture. And it was just too easy, far too easy, to just generate a ton of population. But then that was then addicted to this stuffing. 
because it's very expensive even today to eat without the stuffing, to eat without that stuff just filling your belly. Everybody gets like a big mound of rice and a little bit of meat, maybe a salad. And it's all about balancing it out so that you don't your blood sugar doesn't swing too much. But make no mistake, if you're eating any amount, your blood sugar is going to swing. And then you top it off with dessert. The casual eating of sweets. Just throw a donut in your mouth. A few hours later, you're going to be depressed. Now, I've kind of understood this just because I had a condition where I had an overgrowth in my gut of yeast. So this yeast was like a little animal living inside of me, controlling my appetite. I mean, I would get such a fucking hard craving for sugar because this yeast thing inside of me, this yeast overgrowth wanted it. It's the food for yeast. And it made me ravenous with it. And I would have to, like, coordinate off. I would have to be like, okay, I'm just going to eat sweets on one day a week. And I would just go crazy on that day. And I would break out in a complete rash all over my body, itchy everywhere. Oh, my God. But it was worth it just for that day of eating. But then I'd have to go back off it. But it was like going off like a junkie. It was like going off heroin. And when you have a yeast overgrowth inside of you, the taste of of something sweet is, is like heaven on earth. And the lack of it is really hell. And you become more centered around your vices when you're in low blood sugar. And you can't eat those sweets. God, all you want to do is have sex. All you want to do is indulge other vices. And you become a hungry ghost. And that's the problem with what's been going on here. Yes, they're reducing population. Yes, they're making sure that people don't live too long and just destroy the the earth more with this huge explosion of population that came from farming. But, hey... It's causing all this unhappiness. It's causing the gnashing of teeth. It's causing us to drift into hell. And that's like, if you can look at the world as it is today, we're like halfway between heaven and hell. Because we've strayed. All this technology is like, you know, we're in hell and we decided to build some air conditioners. Oh, this heat in hell is not so bad now. How about trying to get out of hell? Now, the way out of hell is is a complex question, but it's also very simple. You want to be creating harmony, and you want to be eating in a way that allows you to create the most harmony. So... Eating in a way that doesn't swing your blood sugar dramatically. So you should be really trying to just eat, like, protein, a little bit of fat, and vegetables. And the only starch you should really eat, maybe, is is beans. And even that, you don't want to go too crazy on. But you won't. If you ever stray outside of the bean, though, if the bean, if eating these beans make you want to eat other things that aren't, and other grains, 
and you have to cut out the beans, but it's very tough. And and we, we can't completely um, subsist without carbs. Like all these no-carb diets, it's just it's never going to work for you, okay? First of all, your muscles just will become completely cramped after a while if you don't have carbs in your system. So you do have to eat a little bit of them. But if you stick to beans and nothing else beyond that, you can you can limit yourself because there's only so many beans you like. Now, the best beans to eat are the green ones, green pea, uh, split pea, and lima because they have the most vitamins. What we're talking about here is 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 stuffing versus vitamins. Now, beans that are green have the most vitamins, and they are starchy, but they have a lot of vitamins. Potatoes basically have nothing. No vitamins. The only vitamins of the potato are in the skin. The vitamin, the potato is basically just a blob of stuffing to put into you. The, the, the uh, a bread is very, very little vitamins at the point at which it's been refined into flour and created. It's just like an empty thing. Cake with sugar in it is even ten times worse because when you have that level of sugar in it in you, in order to complete the synthesis of digesting it, it not only has to swing your blood sugar, it also has to uh, leach nutrients that are incomplete that aren't that are not in the food that you've eaten. Whenever you eat empty calories, remember this: the nutrients have to come from somewhere so that the body can digest this thing and get it out of you. And the only way that it can digest this thing and get out of you is to leach nutrients from your bones and from your muscles. So when you're when you think about that when you're eating a donut, a donut is essentially going through your body, collecting vitamins from your bones, collecting vitamins from your muscles, therefore weakening those fibers, and then going through your uh into your intestines and then it shits out. So basically it's like a a, a, a thief of vitamins. The vitamin thief. Anything with with um with excessive sugar is a vitamin thief and and also excessive just like carbohydrates if you eat like a ton of bread that's a vitamin thief because you're putting in an empty thing it's basically a sponge for vitamins it sponges vitamins out of your body which your body needs to digest it it expels those vitamins with that thing and your body is worse off for it you need to be putting vitamins into your body not taking them out so essentially, whenever you're eating like an excessive amount of sugar or carb, it's going to go out, and you want to be bringing it in. So high vitamin foods. Now, what are the high vitamin foods? I mean, obviously, like meat is a very high vitamin food, but the problem with meat is it's disharmonious the meat industry it's it's a it's a horror show really so it and that enters the psyche maybe if you don't care if it doesn't really bother you i would go for the less the less uh, abused meat bison comes to mind it's also the leanest one because it is the least factory farmed there's always a whenever whenever um a commodity on this earth is exploited in a systematic way. The earth has a way of rebelling against the user. 
The earth has a way of creating poisons just to um, – creating poisons in that thing that you're exploiting just to discourage this kind of treatment, just to discourage this kind of raping of the earth. So think about that. It's like the earth has all these fail-safes, and they're they're there to bring back the balance. So humans were in complete balance with nature many, many years ago, and that's what's that's why in the Bible people are living to five in the in the old Old Testament they're living five hundred years old to five sometimes to a thousand to nine hundred so you have to understand the bible is the 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 first the the first testament of the bible is the uh, the old testament of the bible is based on an old book which is based on an old world tradition, which is based on an even older world tradition. It goes back to the beginning of time. And so it starts out where, yes, human beings were living forever. They were. And slowly, they went from being hunter-gatherers and in complete harmony with the earth to farming and just exploding in population and leaving that harmony. And that's what's all being symbolized in this um, Garden of Eden story in Genesis. It's the story of the fall of man. And this fall of man took place over many, many millions of years. But they're just representing it in this very uh, snappy allegory. And the serpent is essentially the um, the, 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 the evil entity in the um, Garden of Eden that tempts Adam and tempts Eve to eat this this highly sweet fruit that swings her blood sugar and also makes her then after when her blood sugar goes low, she gets lustful and she wants to get it on with Adam in a way that's not pure. All those things, it's just like lust is born. The first sin of and and then all the others come with it, jealousy, rage, just imbalance is introduced into the human system, and once that happens, the human must be its lifespan must be limited, otherwise it becomes very dangerous to the earth. so we've put up quite a fight because we're a very resilient foe of the earth, but the earth has equally put a fight back on us. Because it doesn't allow us to live to be a thousand a thousand years, not with the kind of waste we create in this newfound world of ours. So it, our our lifespans went from infinite to like 500 to a thousand. Well, you know, when the, the first tradition started to appear that our Bible is based on, it got all the way down to like 25 was like the life expectancy, like in the Middle Ages, and it's sort of slowly ticked up. And now life expectancy is 75, 80. I mean, it's considered a long life if you go to 90 or to 100. And what I find fascinating is the fact that they believe all kinds of things coming out of Christianity. I mean, you believe that Jesus Christ was the Son of God. You believe all these, and not that I'm disputing any of that, but I'm just saying there's all this fantastical stuff that Jesus Christ did all these miracles, that like all this crazy stuff that we're supposed to just take on faith. 
and yet no one ever really takes seriously the fact that in the Old Testament, people are living to be like 900 years old. They treat that as like, oh, well, you know, they had a different way of recording time. No, they didn't. People lived long. People lived a long fucking time because they were in harmony. That that time that they're hearkening back to is before any kind of farming took place. Or maybe it was during the early, early years of farming before people really started getting into the stuffing, before the population really started to explode. And the only thing that could feed all these people and the thing that could allow for this huge explosion were these filler foods, just like rice being a staple of somebody's food or bread or pasta or whatever. So all these things that we, when you go to a restaurant, like that's mostly what they're giving you, you know? They're giving you like a big side of like some starchy shit, some fries or something. And then they give you a little bit of nutrient on top of it. But it's always in balance. And that's the thing. You can never balance it. As soon as you eat a food stuff that does, isn't made of nutrients, you are creating a system of stealing those very nutrients that are needed out of your own body. So you see how this works, right? You're taking, if you take in food stuff that is low in nutrient but high in just starch and carb, you're essentially breaking yourself down each time. You're aging yourself. So each piece of bread is like taking like a few minutes off your life. Is it worth it? Each little candy you eat is basically like taking a little bit of water and protein and iron out of your eyeball. So your eyeball gets a little smaller, a little more shrunken. Your muscle, your penis gets a little smaller because of that donut you ate. Yes, indeed. Donuts shrink your dick. Anything like that. Oh, my God, your dick will will shrink down to nothing if you ate a lot of sweets. And people who eat a lot of sweets, tell me the truth. But you can grow your dick. I know this is kind of uh, <laughs> funny, but I'm not trying to be funny. I'm trying to tell you. You can do this, okay, because... You're, you are a chemical interaction. Your blood sugar is a major part of that chemical interaction. And you're never going to feel even keel. You're always just going to be moody, fighting your mood, and then fixing it with some food. And then fighting your mood and then fixing it with some food. Don't live like that. Don't live that seesaw battle. You want to live on an even keel. So you eat even keel foods. High nutrient, low carb and you will you will feel very good. You will feel even keel, and you will lose all the fat that is accumulated. I talked in an earlier show about how we're creating, like, you, when you eat a ton of, like, filler food, like cookies and cakes and bread, pizza, you're essentially creating your own cocoon around you. You're the cocoon of fat. You're creating your own coffin of fat that eventually will become the thing they bury you in. This little coffin of fat 
why is it that people get so fat over the years? Because after a while, this stuffing, your 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 body just shuts off. That's what diabetes is. Your body just stops processing it. It can't anymore because it's not meant to be in harmony with it. And it, like I said, it's all connected. If human if humanity insists on being a farming um, society the way we are and just increasing increasing in population, no one's going to be allowed to live past 100. But if you know this secret and you're one of the humans, you can live you can live forever. Just make sure you're eating up you're eating more nutrients than filler. Very simple. It's not like you're going to go no carb diet. Obviously you're going to eat some carbs. But like the most nutrient rich you can. Now they have all these different grains that they like to tell, like quinoa. And they say, "Oh, this is at the most protein of any grain." It's it's stuffing, okay? Most all, every grain is a fucking it's like a bean bag, okay, in your body. Okay, if they wet it, it's still an inanimate object. Okay, it's good for fucking birds. It's not good for fucking human beings. Human beings weren't meant to eat those kind of things. Human beings were meant to eat things that just naturally occurred and to fill up on those. Now, people are like, oh, well, but fruit. You know, what about fruit? And I and I, I suspect that, I suspect that, you, you know, you could get by on fruit and, and it would be okay. But I still think also because fruit is like farmed and we have just this overabundance of it, you can just eat way more fruit than you probably could if you were just roaming around as a hunter-gatherer. So if maybe you're, you're limiting your fruit intake to, like, what a hunter-gatherer might have, like maybe an orange a day or something like that, you're going to be okay. The problem is is that you're still going to have the blood sugar swing from an orange, the same exact thing you would have from a Snickers bar. It's like slightly less because there's some fiber in there and there's some vitamins, but there's just not enough vitamins in there to make for the sugar swing. You're still going to be, you're taking in some vitamin C, but actually more of it is leaving your body when you're eating a piece of fruit. Piece of fruits make you age. It's, it's, It's a pleasurable experience, but Make no mistake, it is nature's candy bar. Just because now we've created candy bars that are much, much worse doesn't make the fruit that much greater. It's just a, it's a less, it's a more natural version of the candy bar, but it's a candy bar. And there's a, there's a price to pay for eating it. Um, in, the, in the very immediate, you're going to be low energy about an hour later. And your body's going to be worse off because you ate it. Uh, fruit is, generally speaking, the vehicle for spreading seed. They're trying to get animals to indulge in it so that they shit out the seed into a, a convenient place for another plant to grow. It's a reproduction mechanism for the plant. Uh, but it's also, especially now, it's just been transformed into an industry of sugar addiction that is uh is you know it, it's it's the reason why people are depressed i mean and alcohol is just another version of that alcohol is just um, it's just uh aged 
pickled, as you say, um, spoiled sugar water. It's uh, something, you know, the, the process of making it is just a way of just making it more concentrated even than, than the real stuff. And it's weird how when they make it more concentrated, it gets this, this taste of like real bitterness. It kind of gets this turpentine type taste. And people start to like that taste because of how, how they know it makes them feel. But it's it's very violent on the body. And all these things are, are like I said, they're fail-safes. They're, they're things the earth has put in to limit the damage that this overpopulation could bring. But it's still not limiting it enough. And if you want to be one of the immortals, the new immortals that I'm trying to usher in here, you're going to have to, like, think about what you're putting in your mouth and making sure that it has more nutrients than stuffing. So that rules out a lot of stuff. People are like, oh, sweet potato's good. Sweet potato. Sweet potato is still more stuffing than nutrients. Sorry to say. I'm telling you, beans are basically there, and like, it's just very hard to eat a ton, a ton of beans. You're not going to just go crazy on beans, really. If beans lead you into some other carb to crave it, just remember what you're doing with it. Just remember. It is a nutrient stealer, and it is a life stealer that you have to make up for. And you never fully make it up. It's stealing it from your fucking bones. You know how much hard hard it is to get that back into your bones when it's stolen from there? It takes a long process. And your body can't keep up, and that's the aging process. If we could just balance this, if we could eat more nutrients than stuffing... We would never fucking die if we would never get old. Now, there's a lot more stuff to that. Your moral constitution is very part of it. But, like, when you look at it, everybody's always on their best behavior when their blood sugar is at an even keel. But when it's swinging back and forth, the possibility of doing bad things is just increased dramatically. You know, if I was if I was like the warden of a prison, I would put them all on like a very low, limited carb, high vitamin diet, and I would have a prison where no one would be doing shit wrong, and everyone would be getting out on good behavior. You control the blood sugar, you control the human. So that's why all these advertisers, and that's why all these, uh, you know, drug dealers, which are basically sugar merchants. They got all their fucking drugs hanging out in the uh, in the aisle when you're trying to go pay for food. You got all these candy bars and everything. They're all there just to create a deficit, leave some bone, leave some fucking uh, vitamins from your fucking skin, from your hair, from your teeth, from your bones. Put you in a deficit, make you reach for it again, make you buy buy it again. Don't fall for it, buddy. That nice chocolate cake. You might as well just scrape some fuck. You might as well just like drink some fucking acid, because that's essentially the same effect it has on your body. 
It's breaking it down. Everyone's like, well, you, you're, you're nuts, man. I'm going to have my fruit. i got to have my fruit. Or else I won't poop. Nah, man, you're addicted, dude. I know, I've been on drugs, dude, where, like, I was so addicted, like, I couldn't poop without the drug. I know how it works. Your body gets set up. You get it, your body thinks, like, oh, I need this drug to poop. After a while, your body snaps out of it and poops better once it's off the drug. So the first thing you should do is just kind of, like, get a really, really good night rest. You'll find that you're, like, very craving of fucking carbohydrates and sugar and sweets when you're tired. If you're fucking tired as shit, you're going to be like, want a donut so fucking bad, and you won't even believe it. So anyway, man, I got to go because I'm like running into a traffic jam here, but uh, thanks for listening. This is the lecture of Fallen.